Hello, welcome to the podcast of Loud Sports 101. Make sure to check out my website, loudsports101.com. Alright guys, before I continue, I would just like to say that I will not be uploading another podcast for the next three weeks. So today will certainly be a longer one for you guys. Today we'll be covering the four biggest championships in college football. Being the Big 12 Championship, Iowa State versus Oklahoma. The Big Ten Championship, Ohio State versus Northwestern. The ACC Championship, Clemson versus Notre Dame. And the SEC Championship, Florida versus Alabama. So first off, Iowa State versus Oklahoma. Iowa State has had a sol- solid season so far with an 8-2 record. Those losses have come to Louisiana Lafayette and at the time the number 6 team in the nation, Oklahoma State. Now Oklahoma State is understandable. They have possibly the best running back in college football, being Chuba Hubbard, and a very good quarterback in Spencer Sanders. Although Lafayette is definitely not an understandable loss. In terms of team stats, they rank second in rush offense in the conference with 200 yards per game. They're also first in rushing touchdowns of 26. They also rank fifth in passing touchdowns, I mean, rank fifth in passing yards with 241.8 yards per game, and third in the conference with 18 passing touchdowns. This stat is a little bit surprising because they have one of the best quarterbacks with Brock Purdy, but this season he's been disappointing to say the least. He has 17 touchdowns to six interceptions and is throwing at a mediocre completion rate of 66.2%. Completion percentage. Although I will say Iowa State's offensive line is fantastic. They have allowed Brees Hall to have a fantastic season. They've only conceded 10 sacks, which is the best in the Big 12. They have 8 interceptions as a team, which is 4th best in the conference, and they have the 2nd best rush defense in the Big 10. I'm sorry, in the Big 12. So this is a very... This is a very good team in most aspects of the game, besides maybe the passing with Brock Purdy at the helm. Now, their opponent will be Oklahoma. Now, after a disappointing 1-2 start, Oklahoma has picked up steam and are undefeated in their last six games, with impressive wins over Texas and Oklahoma State. Spencer Rattler has picked up his season with 24 touchdowns and 7 interceptions and a completion rate of 69%, and he has three very good running backs in TJ Pledger, Ramondre Stevenson, and Seth McGowan. To help shoulder the load, their rush offense ranks 5th in the league with an average of 158 rushing yards per game. They are 2nd in the league with 26 passing touchdowns through 9 games, although at times their offensive line cannot be very good. They are 6th in the conference, giving up 21 sacks, although their defense line helps pick them up. As so far, through 9 games, they lead the Big 12 with 33 sacks. The Sooners' defensive line also excels in terms of rushing defense, as they only give up 88 yards per game, which is number 1 in the Big 12. I anticipate this to be a very good game. Both teams excel in a run game, whether in terms of rush offense or rush defense, but I anticipate Oklahoma to edge Iowa State in a close one due to their superior pass game. Now, on to the Big 10 Championship, Northwestern versus Ohio State. This team, Northwestern, has provided a bit of a mix-up for the Big Ten this season, as you will see them facing Ohio State. This is Northwestern's second time being in the Big Ten Championship. And, well, honestly, this is a very good defense. In fact, they have allowed just 20 points once this season, and they held Graham Mertz at Wisconsin to just 7 points. Although their defense is, well, honestly, a lot worse. They rank 11th in the Big Ten with 180 passing yards per game, although their defense ranks 2nd, allowing just 192 passing yards per game. Northwestern's rushing offense is middle of the pack, rushing for 171 yards per game. But once again, their defense comes in clutch, 
ranking fourth, allowing just 122 rush yards per game. Northwestern's bright spots on offense is by far their offensive line, who has allowed just nine sacks. And this is really the only stat that Northwestern's defense lacks in, as they have only have 10 sacks this whole entire season, which is 10th in the Big Ten. But once again, their interception numbers are very high, as they have 12th, which places them second. Although Peyton Ramsey has had a very miserable season, their quarterback, as he's thrown nine touchdowns, so six interceptions. Not very good at all. Now, Ohio State. Now, to do team stats for Ohio State seems a little off, after they've only played just five games. But this has not stopped them from performing incredible football. Their lowest point scored this season has been 38. Justin Fields has thrown for 15 touchdowns to three interceptions and a 78.3% completion percentage. Although one oddity I found is the fact that Fields has been sacked 15 times this season. With an O-line that you would assume would be very, very good, this is definitely surprising. But nonetheless, I anticipate a win for Ohio State. Although their offense may run into some problems, there's a very good chance this defense locks a mediocre Peyton Ramsey. I mean, if Peyton Ramsey can't perform in other against other teams, then how can he do it against this, although not played very much, this Ohio State defense? Now, up next, Clemson versus Notre Dame. Clemson has performed near-perfect football this season. They have lost once in their day in the season already and one of the best games all year. But this is still a remarkable team as they rank number one in passing yards of 346 yards per game and 10th in rushing offense with 158.3 yards per game, which isn't the greatest stat, but they have Travis Etienne, who in my opinion is the best running back by far in college football, and he can blow a game open very, very easily. They only have allowed 16 sacks this season, which ranks first, and they have 38 sacks as a team, which ranks second in the ACC. The quarterback game has been a little mixed up because Trevor Lawrence, their usual starting quarterback, has missed a couple of games. In fact, he missed the one loss this season. Although you cannot put that loss on the quarterback game because DJ, I'm going to me- butcher his name up, but I believe the best way to say his name is DJ Uyungle. That's what I've heard commentators say. Had performed some fantastic football against Notre Dame. In terms of defense, Clemson ranks second in allowing just 100.1 yards per on the ground, and they rank second, allowing just 197 yards to the air. So as you can see, this is a very well-rounded team with no flaws. But the problem is, is that Notre Dame is the same way. Notre Dame is undefeated and is looking near unstoppable this season, as quarterback Ian Buck and running back Kyron Williams have carried this fighting Irish side. Ian Buck has thrown for 15 touchdowns and 2,382 yards to just two interceptions, and Kyron Williams has definitely carried his weight with a 1,000-yard season and 12 touchdowns. Although this passing offense does rank 10th in the SEC, I mean in the ACC, their passing defense ranks 3rd. This team also ranks 3rd in rushing offense and 2nd in rushing defense. They have also only conceded 17 sacks, which is 2nd behind Clemson, yet they rank 9th in sacks with 28 sacks as a team throughout this corona ridden season. I once again anticipate a close encounter between these two sides. It's difficult to tell, but I think Clemson is going to be able to scrape out a win. Even though Notre Dame has a very good defense, they have not played against Trevor Lawrence this season, which I think is going to be a little bit of a game changer. But another reason I think they'll win is because Clemson needs a win. Right now, I believe they're third in the college football playoff. And if they lose to second-ranked Notre Dame again, I don't think they'll be in it this year. And I think Texas A&M would probably replace them, which would be interesting seeing as Texas A&M isn't even in their own conference championship. But that's a different story. But I do think Clemson will end up getting a win, like I said, simply because they need it more. 
if they want a shot to be one of the featured four in this year's playoffs. Now, in the final game we're covering today, we have Florida versus Alabama in the SEC Championship. Florida's had a very good season as they are currently 8-2 with losses to a very good team in Texas, A&M, and a shocking loss to LSU last week. Although the headlines this year have been filled with a play between quarterback Kyle Trask and tight end Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts, who have lit college football on fire. Kyle Trask has 40 touchdowns to just 5 interceptions, and Kyle Pitts averages 18 yards as he has 11 touchdowns. But this should not take away from the play between Florida's other wide receivers, Kadarius Toney and Trayvon Grimes, who have combined for 17 touchdowns. Florida ranks first in passing yards with 386 yards per game, yet they rank 11th in rush yards. So as you can see, this is a very pass-heavy attack. Florida's first in sacks of 31 and six in interceptions with eight. Now, on to Alabama. Alabama is loaded, as always, with offensive talent, but the best of that talent being Mac Jones with 27 touchdowns, so three interceptions, Najee Harris, who has had a 1,000-yard season combined with 22 touchdowns, and finally, their superstar wide receiver, Devontae Smith, who has also surpassed the 1,000-yard mark, and he has also racked in 15 touchdowns this year. Through the air, Alabama is third in pass yards per game, with third in rush yards per game, and first with an average of 50, yeah, you heard me right, 50 points per game. Third in pass, third in rush, and 50 points per game. This offense is unstoppable. Their defense ranks second in sacks with 28, third in interceptions with 11, and first in SEC with eight fumbles. Now, usually I would say the other team, being Alabama's opponent, will have a chance at winning this game. Yet Alabama always finds a way to humiliate me. So this time, I honestly think Alabama is going to win this game. The stats I just read to you were remarkable when it came to 50 points per game. Florida's defense isn't bad, but it's not going to stop this Alabama offense, which is one of the best you will ever see. I know I say that all the time, but really, that's what Alabama does. They produce the best football you will ever see. So I anticipate Alabama to win this game. I think it'll be very close. Kyle Pitts and Kyle Trask are two fantastic players, but I would anticipate an Alabama win. All right, guys, thank you for listening to our podcast of Loud Sports 101. Make sure to check my website, loudsports101.com. This is Loud Sports 101, and I'm out.